1: Yeah, I, I guess so. So you do like me more than Andy. Are you recording this? No, no. We're sound off, not the Lakers. What's that red light? It's, it's, it's low battery. I mean, so what do you think of Ed Wilson? No. I mean, Admire? it. Anyone? Live from WHO HD, it's sound off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fales with What's Bugging Andy.
2: Now get ready to sound off.
0: National championship game is tomorrow night. Uh, but that's not the only option. It's actually a busy sports week. Opening day. Right. Whenever that is. Today, tomorrow. Today. Baseball tomorrow, is here day and then after.
1: The Masters.
0: I, I do the mo- Masters. I, do I love, love the Masters. masters. I do yeah. too. I do too. Hot topic at 515-282-9010. Play ball. The iCubs held their open house. They play ball at home Thursday. The Big Cubs are a popular pick to win it all, and the Royals are the defending World Series champions. We call that local. 515-282-9010. Your time, your chance to sound off. Predicting what will happen in this NCAA tournament has humbled most of us. But nothing prepared me for Villanova's beatdown of Oklahoma. That was a public pantsing. Sooners suffer the worst Final Four loss of all time. Now that made some Hawkeye fans feel better. I follow that thinking but never questioned how good Villanova is. Most disheartening was that Iowa did not fight back. Maybe Villanova just kills Will. Our recent trip to Chicago was not what I hoped for more reasons than the short stay. Anytime a Chicagoan learned we were from Iowa, it turned into open season on Fred Hoiberg. The distance from sports god to scapegoat is apparently 348 miles. Give our guy a chance. The word hero gets tossed around too casually, but the cyclone football players on spring break who acted quickly and saved a woman's life, they're heroes. Hat tip, young men. We still don't know if Matt Campbell will work out at Iowa State, but we do know he's bringing new ideas and fresh energy. Teaming up with Jim Harbaugh for a camp in Texas? Smart. Blitzing social media with positive vibes? Shrewd. Bringing Dan McCarney back for a camp? Classy. There are still people in Cyclone Country not over McCarney being fired, especially former players. This will help. So will Iowa State electing McCarney to its Athletics Hall of Fame. He deserves it, and he appreciates it. Kirk Ferentz already proved you can teach an old dog new tricks, and he's back at it Friday. Ferentz and the Hawks are making practice in West Des Moines more fan-friendly. You will notice. Drew Ott won't practice. The Hawkeye defensive lineman still does not have a definitive answer from the NCAA on a medical hardship fifth year. By the time Ott learns his fate, he'll look like this. (laughs) Come on, NCAA, just make a final
1: ruling. While Drew's still sort of young. Unbelievable. Keith, earlier this week, it was announced by CBS and Turner that someone else would be singing one shining moment at the conclusion of the NCAA tournament. My immediate reaction, why? What on earth are you thinking? There is one voice, one, that should be singing one shining moment, Luther Vandross. Now, CBS already tried to derail Bandross and one shining moment back in 2010 when Jennifer Hudson sang the song. The result, train wreck. It was a lot like when Coke released New Coke in 1985, another train wreck decision by a company trying to change an already good thing. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Jordan has six NBA titles, but he should have eight. Instead, Jordan tried playing baseball for two years. Disaster. Tiger Woods was well on his way to breaking Jack Nicklaus's record for major championships. Then he decided to change his swing. Why? Why change a good thing? It would be like Steph Curry all of a sudden working on his post-up game and forgetting about deep threes. Or Bryce Harper deciding he wants to be a switch hitter. There's no need to change. You know who's going to replace Vandross? Neo. Yes, Neo. But after loads of public backlash, CBS and Turner have backpedaled and come to their senses. Vandross will now sing One Shining Moment, Neo... We'll sing it on the sub-channel Team Stream Stations. CBS and Turner, stop trying to screw up a good thing. We want our one shining moment with Luther and only with Luther.
0: Do you think this is actually a good song or do you think it's just that we see those incredible highlights?
1: A mix of both. A mix of both? Okay. I like the cheesy lyrics. Do you think Go Cubs Go is a good song? One shining moment is a hundred times better than Go Cubs Go.
0: Do you think Hooray for Ames is a good song? No comment. <laughs> All right. It's time for twins, and they have to have a local connection. You can send them to SoundOff at WHOTV.com. The director of Sound Off, Old Spice, is the judge. Now, the first twin sent in this week, it's sent in by Steve Pilchin. Also known as the Round Guy. The round Guy. Yeah, like he says, that. Iowa basketball coach Fran McCaffrey looks like late, diehard actor Alan Rickman. Old Spice, are these guys twins?
1: Good call by round
0: guy. Would not have thought of that. Put the glasses on Alan Rickman. I mean, if Alan Rickman were still alive. Uh, Louie, thanks former Iowa State wrestling champion and coach. Kale Sanderson, now Whoa. in the Penn State dynasty, looks like Channing Tatum in the movie
2: Coach Carter. Old Spice, twins?
1: That's a good one. You guys are on a roll.
2: Just win, baby. Hey, Al Davis sounded a little crazy when he said it, but when it comes to our teams, you know he's right. It's what's bugging Andy next.
0: Follow us on Twitter, it's at soundoff13. Jeff writes, not giving a scholarship to Bear will look really bad to future Iowa high schoolers looking to play at U of I.
1: We asked people what the biggest sporting event is this week, NCAA Championship Masters or opening day. Mike writes, tough call, but I'll go with Masters. Why, my team or league is not in the NCAA finals and 162 games.
0: A lot of games. Too many games. Uh, North Carolina reaches the NCAA title game while it's being investigated for academic fraud.
1: Syracuse reached the Final Four with a coach who was suspended for nine games.
0: Is it worth it? That's what's bugging Andy.
2: All right, guys, I'm recording this on Friday, so I'm not sure how the Syracuse Orange did in the Final Four, but the point is that they made it there. And that has many fans bent out of shape. After all... This program had just been punished severely for major violations. And after a disappointing season, many were surprised that they made the tournament at all. But now, here they are, having the last laugh in the Final Four. It likely bothers people that Syracuse fans are acting like vindicated victims rather than supporters of a corrupt program probably even telling them that they shouldn't be feeling good about making such a deep run into the tournament. How can you support a program that doesn't play by the rules? How can you continue to be a fan when you know something ain't right? Well, we all like to believe that we can be passionate sports fans without mortgaging our sense of right and wrong. But for the most part, That's just a really, really hard thing to do. It's hard to do because we aren't alone in our fandom. We're surrounded by like-minded fans. It's hard to do because those like-minded fans don't want to feel wrong either. So we all band together and change the narrative. Syracuse fans aren't feeling bad for supporting a corrupt program. They're feeling great because they banded together and changed the narrative to something like, hey, hey, the NCAA singled us out for doing things that every other major basketball program does from time to time. And we, uh, we showed them, we paid our penance and we won anyway. All right, I'm a college basketball fan, and I like to believe that I do care about student-athletes who – Go to class and don't get favors from professors or boosters. But hey, mostly I'm like everybody else, right? I mean, I care most about winning. And if my team is winning, I'm treated like a hot dog factory. I mean, I like the product, and I don't <laughs> care or really want to know how it's all put together. <laughs> That—that's a hot dog factory. Oh, it's disgusting! Zabaki! something else, please. Mm. Yes, thank you. Hot dog. But if I do find something bad, you know, see the inside of the factory, I can, again, always change the narrative. It's something that's done every day, even in situations much worse than Syracuse. I mean, think of the way that Hawkeye fans once defended Pierre Pierce and Steve Alford. They were promising young pieces of an upward-bound program, and that's all that mattered. But that's nothing. I mean, think of the way that Fans of O.J. Simpson wanted to ignore a mountain of evidence against him. That's murder. Think of the way that many Penn State fans still support Joe Paterno. His top assistant was molesting children for years. Fortunately, those extremes are rare. Man, this fan drug is some powerful stuff. And you know that to be true, so be careful in knocking Syracuse this weekend. Chances are you'd be inclined to do the same thing. I'm Andy Fails and that's what's bugging me.
0: Andy thanks. Jared utoff is Iowa's first consensus All-American in 64 years. But well, where does Utah rank among the best Hawks in modern history? Who's in your five? Ranks those Hawks next and we have a line open at 282-9010. Join the Sound Off Nation on Facebook. Of the ISU players who saved a woman from drowning, Cyrus Winters writes, God bless these young men. This one event is far more meaningful than anything they accomplish on the football field. Well done.
1: Scott Pickens writes of Kirk Ferentz, I would want my son to play for Kirk no matter how many games they won. He is a mentor to the kids. He coaches and has coached.
0: Who's in your five? It's John Sears, top five, Hawkeyes of his lifetime, basketball. John was born in 1981. So these are the top five Hawks of your lifetime, John Sears. Number
1: five, I'm going Aaron White, the most one of the most recent ones, second all-time in Iowa scoring, third in rebounds, helped rejuvenate the Iowa program. Number four, Chris Street, uber-talented, tenacious rebounder, could score. but of course, we all know he died in a car accident his junior year in 1993. Number three, BJ. D.J. E. Armstrong. He ranks in the top ten in school history in points, field goals, free throws, assists, and steals. He could do it all. Number two, maybe my favorite Hawkeye ever, Andre Woolridge. This guy was incredible. Only player to lead the Big Ten in scoring and assists in a season. It's a travesty. He didn't win Player of the Year in the Big Ten in 1997. Number one, Roy Marble. Iowa all-time leading scorer led the Hawkeyes to four NCAA tournaments and the Elite Eight. Others in my lifetime that we could have put on there, Utah, Bruner, Oliver, Evan, Stokes, Settles, Earl. Good list there.
0: It is interesting to note, Utah being the first consensus All-American in your lifetime, but not in your top five.
1: Yeah, the, maybe it's because he really only had two great, good seasons. Yeah. One great season, a good season, and then he didn't come to Iowa to start with. Uh, certainly an incredible player, but I think those other five may have done a little more at
0: mm-hmm. Iowa. I, I think, think it I think it also hurts uh his reputation that he did whether fair or not. The perception is that he sometimes disappeared when Iowa needed him to step up and do something.
1: Now if this year if he would have taken them to the Sweet 16, yeah. Elite 8, then for sure I think he jumps right in that top 5.
0: Well, we mentioned John did in his I Think segment uh just Uh, The One Shining moment coming up tomorrow. Luther Vandross will sing it again. The late, great Luther Vandross. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe we do have some rare video of uh, Luther recording the song. I think it's Luther. That's not Luther.
2: The ball
0: is tipped. There you are. You're one of 15 fans. Inside Carver and over in AIM. You love your coach, but since he cannot play, your team is told. One shining moment, you might win a game, but your one shining moment is pretty
2: (coughs) lame. So go on, pump that fist, and show us your moves. If you decide to win a few times of this, we would approve. One shining moment.
0: We apologize. That that was not the late, great Luther Vandross.
1: Or David Barrett, who wrote the song. I don't think that was David. Either. No,
0: that wasn't Teddy Pendergrass. And that was, uh, oh, wait, hang on. I'm just getting word. We have some action oh, on the it's Decora Eagle Cam. This is a, a live video feed. Two eaglets hatched. One more to go, and it could happen.
1: Will it happen right now, live on SoundOff?
0: It could, John. It could. It might be too much to hope, okay. but it could happen right here, live on SoundOff. By the way, while we're uh, watching this exciting live feed of the Decora Eagles, you know, the one shining moment as performed by Hazel Dazzle Productions, yeah. it is a reminder that we need of how fortunate we are to even have three teams. Nearly reaching the Sweet 16, or two almost made it.
1: We remember not those, so loud, John, those dark. Not so loud. We remember those
0: dark days. Yes, the at the time of that video, teams weren't sniffing the NCAA tournament.
1: If you had a 500 record, that'd be considered a success. Hang on,
0: John. There's see that the the flapping at the bottom there.
1: Is that another bird?
0: That is a dead owl used Whoop. as food. <laughs> back with off <laughs> sound off at WHOTV.com email Gary Names writes, I think the biggest lie in basketball is the Big Twelve is the best conference in college basketball. Alright, that was scary.
1: Time for face-off. Let's see if we agree on anything. Bill Self wasn't the Big 12 Coach of the Year. Tubby Smith was. So how in the wide world of sports is Self the National Coach of the Year?
0: Victim of his own success, John. Victim of his success in the Big 12. Kansas now wins the title every single year, literally. Sports writers and broadcasters get bored with the status quo. It's how Steve Nash or Derrick Rose win an MVP.
1: Denzel Valentine is the best all-around player in college basketball. Shouldn't he win Player of the Year?
0: Well, he did from the Associated Press, but I think Buddy Heald is the Player of the Year. Not the all-around player Valentine is, but when Buddy Buckets had it going, that was the best show.
1: You want to change your vote after Villanova shut Buddy down? No. One game. It was one game. One big game. Big game. UConn won the semifinal by nearly 30 points. Probably win the championship by more. This can't be good for women's basketball, right? Why
0: not? We're talking about it. I recall all the teams in our state playing some close games that were never mentioned on Sound Off. Good for UConn. Everyone else needs to catch up.
1: They can't. Unfortunately, that's the problem. That is the problem. The Masters tease off on Thursday, and again, No Tiger Woods.
0: Better get used to it, and and let's hope we fully appreciated what we saw
1: for that 10-year stretch. Total domination. Not as interesting without Tiger. Nope. Gotta admit. I nearly deleted my Twitter account tonight because I just can't take ESPN pretending WrestleMania is a real sport. What's next? ESPN covers Game of Thrones or Walking Dead?
0: Those scripted dramas are less predictable. But,
1: but why the hate, John? It's just escapism. WrestleMania. Yes, yeah, so is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm not tweeting about that crap either.
0: You're wound up tonight. <laughs> Over,
1: under, overrated. Kobe's final season. Underrated? Megatron's final season. Yeah. Didn't even know it was his final season.
0: Right. He went out on top. Let's get some calls here. Randy in Urbandale. Top five Iowa players. What did you think of uh, John's choices?
1: Uh, I'm going with seven. Uh, Marble. Ronnie Lester, uh, B.J. Armstrong, Um uh, Chris Street, Settles, and then the
2: Conditioner,
1: A.C. Earl. Yeah, Earl Earl was, was about to be on mine. only reason I didn't put Lester on, I think he was late 70s, uh, right at 80, so he was before my lifetime. But yeah, otherwise, Ronnie Lester, definitely top three all-time.
0: JT the Nut, are you ready for the Cubs to win the World Series?
1: Are you kidding me? After the disaster, my Colorado Avalanche and you and I Panthers have been just breaking my heart. I'm absolutely ready for the Cup.
0: <laughs> is this the year, JT? Call your shot. We'll mark the digital cart.
1: I hope so, but I'm afraid that all the rookies are going to take a step back. So honestly, I hope this year is going to be good. But I really think next year is the year. I think last year just like I expected to be decent. I didn't expect a season like last year. Man, what a ride that was. I mean, it was incredible. I think they're better this year. I just, I'm not sure Arietta is going to be the same. I'm really not told that Skorbrick can repeat his numbers and Bryant's too. And I think they're really going to miss Charlie Castro's you know, contact hitting in the middle of that lineup.
0: Thank you, JT the Nut. Uh, Cheeser wants everybody to know Royals, baby, but that's going to do it for us. And we're back next week. We hope you are too.
1: We leave you with the sound off send off. What are the odds? It's the third Eaglet hatching.
0: Not that good, apparently. Um, still just two eaglets. This is a live video feed.
1: Are they hearing this music too?
0: I hope so. Because they are majestic creatures and symbols of freedom.
1: And they are in America.
0: This video is in the dark. It's uh, 11.04 p.m. Again, John, that bottom bird is dinner.
2: (laughs) God bless you.